Good morning, guys. It's Justin Park, and you're watching Front Row Live with Rob. Justin, what's up, dude? Congratulations with the new single. First of all, like, I really want to dive in and let you know, like, you got the Latin fans swooning over you even more with this new single, Mi Vida. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like, what really, like, inspired this for you? Like, why did you choose now as the right time for your first ever, like, Spanish kind of single? Um, I mean, this song, Mi Vida, was actually supposed to come out earlier, but because, you know, uh, just things had to happen the way it does. And, you know, sometimes in the world that, you know, that might be better. And that's what I've learned in my life, um, that God's timing is everything. And that don't try to fight, you know, those things. And Mi Vida, you know, when we did first try to put it out, you know, I thought, why not second album? Uh, I think it's the perfect time for me to, try, you know, I guess reveal to my fans and the rest of the world, like who I'm, whom I may be more of, you know what I'm saying? I feel like my social media presence and, you know, a lot of the other things I get to do with my, my expression, you know, of, of character, who I am and all those things, I feel like it's a little bit more limited, you know, because, you know, instead of showing so much about Justin Park, I get to show more about the music and, you know, oh, we got release dates, da, da, da. It's a little less impersonal. So I feel like through the work and through, you know, what I choose to show, you know, as a part of my life in the works and the projects, I think that's how it's, you know, that's how my, you know, that's how it's going to be, you know. So for me, Vida, I wanted to show the people like, you know, my LA-ness, like my LA culture, where I'm from, my friends, who I grew up with, you know, why I know some Spanish, you know what I'm saying? Like who I learned these things from. So I think this is why we're choosing to do Mi Vida now. You know, it's perfect timing. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I did feel like that might've been because of like LA roots, but at the same time, I felt like it might've been specifically with like the guitar, the, the Latin romance guitar vibes that you give us. Like, I felt like that might've been a thing uh that was inspired uh by your producer michael fish yes. um so uh tell me a little bit about that collaboration with you <laughs> and michael herring and like what made you want to bring him on board for this track sure um so we've been wanting to work with fish for a long time fish herring um that's his nickname but he's an amazing amazing musician and guitarist who's performed around wow countless like you know maybe infinite <laughs> tours around the world with amazing names like madonna christina and wow fish is just one amazing walking talking musician you know what i mean like he's just so good so yeah one day for me video like you know he, he comes to us and gives us a, a track that's like unfinished it's like you know just a guitar and all that and i was like this is amazing this is this sounds so good you know the production was the production wasn't even done yet and it already sounded like, you know, a masterpiece. Like it wasn't mixed, it wasn't touched or anything like that. So from that moment on, I kind of felt like this the song would be a hit, 100% sure. You know, I didn't know what the writing for it would be at that point yet because it, the song hadn't been written. Me and my friend Dirk Pate hadn't written it yet. So we had no idea what it was going to be. But when Dirk and... So Dirk had come with, to me separately with another project that we were like, oh my God, we're for sure going to write on this. And then Fish had this, you know, guitar production. And I was like, wow, I wonder what this project's going to turn into. And so when the two came together to be Mi Vida, it was just like, wow. Like, it makes sense, you know? Like, how did this happen? Like, we have a guitar over here that's kind of a Spanish guitar influence. And here's this, you know, a track with vocals that have some sort of Spanish pop and like reggaeton, you know what I'm saying? It's a little bit of that balance. I was like, it only makes sense that the two come together.
Right, right. And, you know, as far as the writing process goes, like, how are you able to, um, first of all, you sound like you speak Spanish, like fluently (laughs) on this track. So, you know, what was that? What was that like doing the writing from English to Spanish and kind of mixing the two? Because I feel like sometimes with different, uh, different languages, words don't don't bounce the same. So, you know, what was that process like for you? Um, it was tough, because for me, you know, my Spanish isn't perfect you know what i'm saying it's nowhere near perfect at all very fundamental but i mean for me you know i enjoy speaking spanish i enjoy learning about the culture and the language to be honest because i love language man like people always clown on me but every new country i try i go to i try to just speak the language like don't try to speak english don't have anyone translate just let me struggle you know let me figure this out because that's what life's all about so I think it was the funnest part, one of the funnest parts of the process for me. Um, me and my friend Edna, who's also my hairstylist and stylist, she's my, I love her so much. Edna is amazing. She's from San Diego. Uh, she has an amazing hair studio in downtown San Diego. You guys need to check it out. I need to get the name for that ASAP, but check out Edna, uh, Edna Lugo, uh, L-U-G-O on Instagram. Please check out, guys. Love her so much. So she helped me and sat with me for days, maybe a week, just uh, FaceTiming me, uh, seeing me in person a couple times to flesh out the lyrics in Spanish. Cause I, I told her like, oh, I really want it like this. Like, can it mean this? And I wanted to roll off the tongue like this, you know what I'm saying? So parts of it were really like hard. Cause we were just like, dang, it doesn't, it doesn't translate perfectly like that. You know, uh, for instance, one line is, um, which part is it? Uh, Ah, the in the pre-course, <clears throat> it's like, uh, it's like you're so good and bad like Kevin and hell, girls like you like to have fun and then I key right, but like that part was before uh, girls like you like to have fun. What was it? It was like it was something not so simple because Venaki is just like come here or like come with me, right? But it was it was a line that was a little more like like zesty in English, right? So when we just put Venaki. I was like, because from for my former knowledge of Spanish, I was like, oh, isn't that too simple? Da, da, da. But like, and I was like, no, 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 we need to keep that part just like that. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it does its job. Don't do too much. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. So me working with Emma was a really fun thing. And I think she got the perfect balance for me because I like to do a lot, like too much sometimes. And so when I have someone with structure, someone with a little bit of vision as well, I think when we come together and it's perfect. Simple is just more than enough sometimes, like, um, especially when you have these two different languages going back and forth. Um, Now, as far as like the recording process, like vocally, um, how was it singing in in Spanish? I feel personally, when I speak Spanish, I feel like my voice changes. So for you as an artist, like when you're singing in Spanish, did you feel like you you were able to hit different vocal ranges at the same time? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is a really good question, actually. Uh, First time getting asked this question. And um, I think. In Spanish, for me, for some reason, I feel like, you know, Spanish is the most romantic language, you know? So, for me, I feel like when I speak Spanish, I already feel like a character, you know? Kind of like I'm in a movie, you know? So, I feel very romantic <laughs> speaking Spanish. <laughs> so, so, when you say, like, you know, uh, for instance, like, oh, what was it? trying to remember the phrase there, there's a phrase i had just learned recently that i really wanted to use but i'll just stick to the ones you know that we already know right right 
<laughs> it's like me amor, you know, like it's like me amor. It's like if you're talking to a woman, right? You're like me amor, like da da da. You know, they can't you can't help but feel like so romantic, and I think that's the one of the one just one of the many reasons of the beautiful reasons to love Spanish. Like I think it's just it's so fun to learn. I think just you know the rolling R is like there's just so much of it that it's just, you know. Yeah, so that's that's my take on it. I, I love it. I love culture. So. And you mentioned you feel like you 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 feel like you're a character when you speak in Spanish. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, goes perfectly with this music video. You gave us this whole performance on this video. Like it was, you know, you gave us your acting chops on this video. Um, so you know, talk to me about that creative process of the music video and how involved were you in in like the entire story? Thank you for asking this question, man. I was this music video. Um, Though I'm involved in all the music videos, you know, pretty, pretty heavily, this music video I felt like is my baby because I like, I just, I had to do with every part of it. If not just having a part in it, almost like, like telling people what to do, you know what I'm saying? Like that bad, like just, no, no, like this project guys, like, I, I know what it's supposed to be. I was like, no, we have to do it like this. And like every part of it was for a reason in my mind for like, you know, so for the the reason why it looks so much like a movie or like it feels like there's acts to it, act one, act two, act three, you know, there's a there's a succession to the the story, the right to the story of Mi Vida. And so like the basic synopsis of what it is, it's it's a it's a short film, I guess, about, you know, wrong place, wrong time. Right. So it's like this character who let's just say Justin, this character, you know, is that a bar yeah he's at a bar and then he sees this amazing beautiful woman and like obviously too like the obvious things are there he's asian and like she's of you know hispanic descent and like i think uh, like a part of it too might be a social commentary thing too because it's like you know what was going on before when we had first shot this was like a lot of crazy stuff around the world you know what i'm saying a lot of racial tension stuff like that so i think we wanted to just show people like you know like love can be between anybody, any two people. It doesn't matter what you look like, who you are, what you believe, right? So there's that little portion of it too, for social commentary. But then also to the story and all of that, like wrong place, wrong time. You see this beautiful woman and, you know, you can't help but fall in love with somebody who you have this connection with, right? Uh, little does he know, the character doesn't know that she's a mob boss's daughter, like the cartel's daughter. <sighs> And so you see a little bit of the Spanish in there in the subtitles as well. When the mob boss picks up and he's like, be here. He's like, I'm on my way. He's like, stop it. He's like, don't even try that with me. <laughs> it's like my daughter. <laughs> with who? So, yeah. So he, he throws down my friend Zane. You know, he was drowning him. He throws him down. He's like, I'm coming up. He's like, you know, save my spot. You know, I'm coming right now. <clears throat> wrong place, wrong time. Mob boss comes through. Oh crap, he catches me dancing with his daughter. Oh, it's on. I'm this guy right now. I get captured, tries to torture me. I run, I escape, I run away, and then here we are running away from the cartel. So that's that's the main story of the Mavita. Very simple story. It sounds like a Netflix movie. But um it was so fun to make. I had a I had a hand in every freaking part of this. I uh, casted. I literally contacted the people myself, DM'd them, were like, hey. You know, if you did this with us, check this song out. I, I know you love it. If you like the song, then just be in the music video. Come on. I was like, I'll fly you out to Miami, from Miami to LA. Come on, let's do this, you know? It was fun. It was, it was a really, really fun thing. Uh, working with Johnson Diet, um, Richard Song, 
the combine. It was really fun. It took us a little while, but I think it was the best music video that I have so far. You've officially starred in your first ever novella. Yes, yes. <laughs> I planned on it since I was young. It's finally happening. That's that's so sick. Um, but yeah, you get. I mean, this it was shot beautifully. Like I, I was just like, damn, like you you debuted in in spanish and then now you're debuting in acting like that was like the perfect <laughs> the perfect release to kick off the new year um now as far as this song goes like would you say that this song is a one off or would you say that this is like a new direction that you're trying for an upcoming sophomore record thing is i don't think you guys understand how much i love you know songs in spanish bro <laughs> I man, I listen. If you knew how much I listened to like J Balvin, Rosalia, even like old, way older like Spanish, you know what I'm saying? Like I listen to like, well, from, I'm from East LA, right? So in East LA, everyone listens to like either man, what was it called? There was a word. It was like, like bachata or like yeah, it's not, not bachata, but it's like rancheras. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was gonna say rancheros, but that's like a meat. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> rancheras, yeah. But everybody listens to that kind of music, you know what I'm saying? Like in the streets, outside, like they're just kicking it listening to that kind of music. And I'm, I'm in L.A., like you, you get pretty used to it. You love that sound, you know what I'm saying? So I grew up listening and even singing that sometimes too. Like, you know, I remember in high school I had a crush, right? You know, who was, who was Mexican, right? So I had I learned a, a ranchera song. I forgot which artist it was. But yeah, it was something really smooth, right? So I learned it and I sang it to her. that's awesome man you're pretty influenced that's 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 pretty uh, bro i mean i don't know where you where are you from again i'm in la i'm more like towards pasadena area okay cool i'm from pasadena as well so like yeah south pass right yeah south pasadena that's right so i I think la is such a melting pot man like even even going to south pasadena high school like i had a lot of mexican homies right because it's right next to highland park cypress like Cause I, I remember taking the Metro all the time, like from like, you know, those areas, getting some Mexican food, like stuff like that. Yeah. that That's awesome. How did you go from, from kind of coming from these like cities that, you know, like now they're gentrified, but before like it was kind of dangerous too. Yeah. Like, so yeah. how do you go from that to being able to <laughs> be a successful artist and like following your own lane and not following the same path mm-hmm. that everybody else was following? Absolutely, bro. Dang, this is a really good question, and this question plays into my life so, like, heavily. And I feel like when I was in Koreatown before before my whole family moved to South Pasadena, uh, Koreatown was, like, really dark. It was tough. And, like, even, you know, just to give you guys perspective, like, even me as, like, a young, young kid, like, six years old, like, maybe seven, you know, like, I would get bullied by, like, the older, older kids, like, who were gangsters. Like, they were, like... Like, like like Korean gangsters, like actually, like I don't know. You guys probably don't know what I mean by this, but in Koreatown, it's like something. Koreatown, LA, and uh, I remember some one time I had a hat that had the A's symbol on it, like the, the baseball symbol or the baseball team. And they were like, you know, they were really pressing me to like take that off, like da da da. Obviously, way worse than how I'm saying it. They're like, take that off. Don't even wear that ever. Or we're gonna do da 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 to you, right? so you know pressure was on you know like a lot of kids end up doing the wrong things because of stuff like that you fall into you know being in a gang or like you know maybe you and your friends just doing bad stuff wanting to protect each other protect yourselves protect your family whatever it may be and it was, it was really hard because my oldest cousin who's 12 years older than me but uh lives with me 
even now, like we live together. We've lived together since I was like six. Uh, he's like my brother, but he was in a gang like when I was a kid, right? So we actually had to move out of Koreatown. Like that's how bad it was. Like whatever was going on, my aunt and my family were like, we have to move out. So we're going to move to South Pasadena, somewhere where it's better. So we moved. And then, you know, I was lucky enough to be very young when I got there. And, and then I, I lived a very, you know, very much better lifestyle, you know, even though we were probably like one of the poorer ones in the city. Uh, I think just being there, having the education from there, having friends from South Pasadena, like a much more stable lifestyle was a blessing to me because I easily see myself falling into like the route my cousin went or like something like that. If I hadn't been blessed with the family who really cared about our education and our backgrounds and stuff like that so yeah, i'm really blessed i would easily see myself being a troublemaker just well i mean yeah if you're stuck in that like that's all you know it's so that's true that's all you know like even that's... me like i would say i had to like there were a lot of times when i i did stuff where i felt like you know i it wasn't the right thing but because i had to like as i was hungry or like i just didn't have money with me like every day to eat at school or like you know anywhere really or food at home it wasn't enough so it's like you have to do certain things to like get by you know it is what that's it is. crazy but i but i could see i could kind of like just in this interview alone i can experience i can feel that you you kind of think about that constantly to the point oh, where yeah. like you want to feed others as well like oh, your yeah. hairstylist that you mentioned and you offered her a different job that it, it had nothing to yeah, do yeah. with hairstyling or you know, so it's like I can kind of sense that from you that you still keep going back to those times and thinking about, well, it could have been like this. Oh, heck yeah. But I'm, I'm so grateful for my life. Like my life is perfect. I think I would never change it. I think as a kid, I always used to wonder, like, why God me? Like, why me? Were you like this is terrible. Like, why, why did you pick me to be this? You know, but like looking back on it, it's like, damn, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change anything. It's perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, uh, as like going back into the music, like um, this is a new single that you just released, maybe that. So, and obviously, twenty twenty one, I think initially was going to be the release of the sophomore album, the yeah. follow up to Places Like Home. So, um, where do you feel you are as far as like a new record goes, and what do you feel like what's on your mind as far as like the the topics that you'll be talking about during this album? Oof. Well, first of all, I'll say this album is a good one. Uh, we've been waiting a little while to drop it. So I think um, since we had so much time, like we had like the leisure of collecting the songs right, and collecting what what uh, components we want for this uh, album ultimately. And I think we did a really good job. Um, literally, the whole team came together to put a hand in on this project. So I think it's very, very balanced. Um, we have songs for the women. We have songs for the men, like, you know, harder songs, like stuff, you know, stuff that I feel like my friends ask me for sometimes. And just to give you, you know, a glimpse of my life, what it's like, you know, some of my friends ask me and have conversations with me about my music. They're like, hey, like, you know, like, they're like, I know you're an R&B artist, R&B pop artist, you love, you love to entertain the women with your vocals. But like, they're like, hey, we want something too. Like, we want some. We want something to, you know, to, to get lit to, to turn up to. So we have a couple of tracks like that in the album as well. Uh, club, like club bangers, as you would say. Uh, very, very balanced album. I think you guys would love it. Um, give you more info. There's some 80s vibes. We got some funk type, quick pace type stuff too. Stuff you can bob your head to. 
Um, what is what else is there? There's more uh, trap soul type stuff because I'm very I'm very into Bryson Tiller. I'm very influenced by him as well and the subgenre trap trap soul. And so I put a little bit of that in, in as well in the album. And um, yeah, it's very special. I'm telling you guys, okay? I have a little bit of French influences in this album as well. Places I Come had a French influence. I have a line where I say, right? It's just like the best wine in Paris and from uh, TLC. That's the name of the album, or uh, name of the song. And in this one, we have a, we have a song called, <laughs> I have to say it right. <laughs> Let me practice. <laughs> Hold on. It's like fleur. 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 <laughs> fleur. I don't know. <laughs> My French friends don't kill me, but it's like it's like I'll say it the American way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It says floor. You know what I'm saying? Like floor. Like <laughs> that's the name of the song. It has like it has some uh funk, uh kinda edm -y, like funk, fast paced. Um just vibes. It's great. It's a really good song. Kind of, kind of weekendy vibes, but I think the fans would like it a lot. It's one of my favorites from the album as well. And um, from the BTS Jungkook shout out, um, we mentioned a song called Shady. That's I think is more for the women. Uh, it's, it talks about a character named Shady, who I coined. To get, you know, I coined the name Shady for this guy. And Shady is basically the anti character in a relationship. Like he's the guy who doesn't want you to win, but he's with you. For some reason, I don't know why, but he's just the anti guy. Like he doesn't want anything for you, you know. So that's that song. I think is very special. It meant a lot to me when I wrote it. You know, it comes from a very real place for me too. And it's like how that song came about was me thinking about, I guess, people who I've been with or my exes, and thinking about how and they would have told me stories about their exes, saying, "Oh, he did this to me. He did this to me," and that makes him a terrible guy. And he was the worst boyfriend, that kind of thing, you know. And I think women can really, really relate to what I say in the song. So, yeah. check it Another out. Another hit. Another hit. <laughs> oh, I think the music video for Shady is going to be insane, too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, I can't, I can't wait. I feel like that's going to be a full-blown movie. Like, definitely Netflix oh, yeah. premiere. Oh, we yeah. got to make that happen. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> well dude as i mentioned i'm so excited to finally get to catch up with you and uh, i'm excited for the new material congratulations with mi vida and uh, i'm looking forward to more spanish from you man like you, you you're starting to roll your r's a little more you said genre but you said genre and i was like damn he's got it <laughs> in, the, in the genre like that <laughs> thank you bro. i really appreciate that no honestly you know what's crazy because i was writing a song like five days ago with my friend Evan and um wow okay so we were working on something it's like a it was like English rap we were, we were rapping in English but I wanted to do this thing we, we rolled a couple of the words <laughs> yeah but it was, it was really cool I mean we're just trying to do fun stuff we're just trying to be creative man I think uh I think this year we want everybody man like everybody on planet earth to step out the box bro like limiting I think it's such a like we live in such a culture that's controlling, limiting of each other. Like we judge each other so much, and that, and therefore you live. These people start limiting themselves because they don't want to look weird or they don't want to be different. Thing is, like I think back in the day, like everybody was different, and they're proud of that. So I feel like we need to get back to that somehow. Because just this, like you know, I love to see blending, blending of everything, blending of culture, blending of whatever. But blending of the same person is just like weird. You don't want 
we want everybody to be the same, you know. We want to have our we want to have our cultures showing through. We want to we want to see the differences, you know. It's like in a group of friends, you're not going to have everybody be exactly the same. It's weird. It's like you watch friends, you watch the show friends, every each, each one of the characters is so different. It's different, yeah. yeah it's vibrant. It's beautiful. <laughs> Dope. Well, looking forward to it, man. Make it happen. Make it happen. 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Love you guys. And thank you so much for this interview. I really appreciate it. This is fun. This is really fun. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.